This is the Heavy Boots Podcast, the place to feel all your feelings. This is Jenny Camille here, and this podcast episode is not rehearsed, planned. Um, It just came out of nowhere. I was sitting here and I thought, you know what? I have a lot going on in my mind, and maybe somebody would like to hear it. So this is not really a scheduled podcast, but you know, let's get into it. So this is totally just out of the blue, just totally off the cuff, totally not planned or scripted. Um, Today's been a really weird day. Today there was an earthquake and I felt it Um, and it was this weird rumbling and I didn't really even register that it was an earthquake until after. I was like, wait, that that movement because I I do live in a trailer um, and so you know the place moves but this was different and so luckily I didn't realize it until after because I wasn't scared and I didn't freak out um, and then I went on to the the internet the interweb to see if there was an earthquake and there was um, about 20 miles or actually about gosh, 80 miles from here. And so that's why I thought it was weird that I felt it, but the cats were acting crazy. So I'm pretty sure that I felt it. It was exactly the the moment that they said it happened was exactly like 40 seconds after that I felt it. So I think that it was, but I don't know, maybe I don't, but I'm pretty sure. Um, And then before that, it's been raining And there's been thunder. And then after that earthquake, it was the most torrential downpour I've seen in an August ever. It's August and it's raining. And I don't know. I'm just feeling really like uh, out of sorts. I, I have poison oak, I believe. Or, well, I have to use calamine lotion for all the itchy patches. I have such a rash on my back. That's why I'm I'm curious if it is poison oak because why would it just be on my back? Like I don't go climbing through bushes or anything, you know? And so if I had a poison oak, then I think it would be everywhere, not just on my back. So I did get bit by something. You could see like a bite. And so I'm just wondering if maybe I had an allergic reaction to the bite. Nevertheless, it's been a shaky <laughs> few days. I haven't got much sleep because I'm just uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. It poison. I don't think it's poison oak, actually. I keep saying poison oak because that's just what it looks like to me. Um, I have experience with poison oak. Someone I knew had it bad. And anyways, yeah, um, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I got bit by a bug. There, we, we did a bunch of uh, weeding and like cleaning up stuff, and like the amount of bugs that I saw this weekend. <laughs> There's so many bugs, um, spiders, and 
And then we have a yellow jacket infestation. These yellow jackets are poor, poor cats. They can't even eat their food without the yellow jackets in their face. It's a little nuts. And so I don't know if one of them bit me and I'm just allergic or a mosquito got in my shirt. I don't know. But yeah, that's very exciting information. <laughs> wow, this podcast is getting off to a great start. Anyways, I wanted to come on here because um, for the month of August, I've decided to stay off the internet. I did say earlier in this podcast that I went on the internet to find out about the earthquake. So I'm not doing a, a bang up job. <laughs> but like my phone last week, it told me that I, this is going to be so embarrassing. It told me like every week it tells you how, uh, how much you went. Either, either over or under the week prior's time, if that makes sense. So like how much time you spend on your phone, it'll tell you each week. It'll say you spent 40 minutes longer on your phone than you did last week, or you spent, you know, 30 minutes less than last week. Well, my last week's things, it does it like every Sunday, I think. So on Sunday, it told me that this week... You spent four hours and 20 minutes less than you did last week on your phone. 400, I mean, four hours and 20 minutes. Man, I'm out of it today. Four hours and 20 minutes less than I had been on my phone the previous week. And so I wanted to talk about that because I am feeling so much lighter and slower (laughs) slower always sounds weird, but to me, like life, I don't know. I've been very mindful lately. And so like life's been pretty slow, especially with the routine of, you know, the cats and like just trying to stay where I am too. Like, like if I'm feeding the cats, that's where my head is at. You know, I'm very like methodical of watching me put the food in, you know, I've been trying to do that to be where my feet are, you know, I've already been slower, but when you don't have anything else to do, like when, when there's empty space, I would usually, you know, put on music or a TV show or, you know, sit on my phone or, and sometimes both, like I'd put on the TV show and then I would sit on my phone. So I'm not really watching what I'm having on the TV, but then, you know, I don't know. So now... Without the distraction of the phone, like life is even more slower. Like I'm, I don't know. I've just been very mindful of like activity. I've been getting up every morning and Paul and I go for a walk, two miles minimum. And then I've been doing some weight training and some ab work or whatever. But so I don't know. There's just like no time in the day. And I have all a lot more time, if that makes any sense. So it's like, all of a sudden, the, the night is here. Like right now, it's already almost three o'clock. And I've been doing something all day, you know? So I've been doing a lot of classes. There's wellness classes through BetterHelp. I think I told you about it before. And those have been great. I actually got some advice from my therapist to kind of slow down on those. I was like signing up for everything and I was not overwhelmed, but just, um, you know, so engrossed, like it was my hobby because I find it all really fascinating. Like, you know, like 
I don't know, codependency and narcissism and, oh gosh, trauma and all those things, like to me is really fascinating and I love to learn. But um, I think where there was a disconnect is that your hobby can't be something that actually hits a lot of nerves, you know, like if I'm doing that so much during the day, watching all those videos and learning all those things, and then it's also emotionally draining, which it was many times. There was so many aha moments where I was like crying on the floor. That's not healthy. (laughs) Like you have to have a balance. You have to have a balance of like, you know, um, yeah, your hobby needs to be something. If you're going to do something for multiple hours a day, It's got to be more like, you know, creative writing or like, I don't know, correspondence, which I've been horrible at. And I finally got a whole batch of correspondence out yesterday. And I'm so excited because so many beautiful people write me letters. I love handwritten letters. It's my favorite. And so I finally returned. You returned some, you know, it's so hard. I found myself just so tired, like all the physical activity and like the weight training and then like, I don't know, just, I've been trying to go out more. I went to the movies again. Um, so I don't know if I told you before, but I went to the movies a couple of weeks ago to see Barbie and I don't think I've ever seen a better movie. I'm just, I, I wanted to go back and see it again this past weekend. And then I decided, no, we should see something different, you know? Um, but that Barbie movie, oh my gosh, it's just, there's something for everybody in it. And then it's so profound. And then I know there's some controversy with it, but like, to me, if you don't walk away realizing it's for everybody, like, yes, it's a woman figure or whatever, but like, there's so many pieces that talk about like how unfair it is the way things are set up for men too. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not, um, I'm not trying to discount the, you know, feminine, you know, all the stuff that we have to go through. But what I'm saying is like in the movie, it was really clear to me, at least, I know some people didn't get it, but that it wasn't a man bashing thing. It was more so of like, that's what men are taught, you know? And so they don't, some of, some of the men in the world think they have to be this, that, and the other as well. And so it's kind of a parallel. Of course, women have ridiculous standards. And so I don't want to say it's the same or anything, but I do feel that there was a statement made about, um, you know, just how men get, have to, or feel that they have to also get to some standards that are not, not every man needs to, you know, be a certain way. I don't know. I don't want to give away the movie, but it was so brilliantly done in my opinion And I don't like to, I usually don't like to tell you yes or no to see something because I just think everyone should, um, you know, figure out on their own. So I'm not going to say you should go see it. I'm not going to say you shouldn't see it. I just think that if you're interested, go for it. Um, But again, it's your choice. Like it's not, for me, it's probably the best movie I've seen um, in my life. I have to be honest. Like I, I was like, my jaw was like, to the ground like some of the stuff I just couldn't believe they were saying what they said and doing what they did and then I loved the ending and the whole flipping the script thing like there was so much to it and like I said there was so much for anybody like there were so many pieces um different 
kinds of movie within it, you know? So I loved it. I think it's the best movie of my lifetime. <laughs> and um, then this past weekend, I went to see Oppenheimer because I wanted to be part of that Barbenheimer thing. They said, you know, you should support both movies, whatever. So I was like, let's just go see it. And so we went and... Again, everybody go see it if you want to see it. Don't go see it if you don't want to see it. Don't take my word on anything. I'll just say that it really messed me up. I I knew the subject matter, but I didn't realize how how sad it was really. Like just I mean, I I I knew how sad it was. I don't know. It just caught me off guard and um it was way too long of a movie. I, you know, I like to edit and I could have edited 40 minutes out of that easy. Um, and then unfortunately I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't find it as, um, captivating as I was expecting. So it's, it's, yeah, I don't know, but to each their own again, like to each their own, but it's, it's a story. It's crazy story. So like the history of it, is amazing. And the end was pretty cool with Albert. So anyways, I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, so I've been trying to go to the movies and we're actually going to go again this weekend, (laughs) see the haunted mansion. Um, and I've just been trying to do little things like to get out to what I used to do, you know, not be so scared of the world. Cause, uh, what kind of life is that? So I've been doing that, and it's good. Uh, I like it. I, I've, yeah, the first movie, the Barbie movie, I had a little, um, I don't know, anxiety. And then uh, Oppenheimer, I didn't have anxiety. I was just so tired. <laughs> it was so long. So I think I'm getting better. Um, why I wanted to come on here really is to, you know, explain that I'm kind of taking August as, like, a month of, like, intense mindfulness. Like, my therapist told me to make it the month of selfishness, and I hate selfishness. (laughs) So she's trying to help me to change that about me, because I don't, I don't know. I don't like that word selfish, and she's like, there's good parts of selfish, like, and then I, you know, I've also learned that I have repressed anger, like a lot of repressed anger that I've just turned into sadness and frustration instead of dealing with the anger. So I might have to buy a punching bag soon. No, but I've been doing weight training and that helps like it, um, I don't know, get some of my angst out. Like I don't, it's not like I'm bubbling pot that's going to go off on anyone, but it's just like she's just noticing that like whenever I get angry, I just turn it into tears and frustration. And that's usually because I can't get a word in edgewise with the people that are making me angry. So, I mean, there's a whole ball to unravel there. But this work has been really good and it's um, it's helpful. But so August, she told me, you know, to, to be selfish. And I was like, Ugh, I hate it. But so I just had to reframe selfish in my mind. You know, I had to reframe it for myself. So when I did that, when I came up with, um, the reframe for selfish, I just wrote down the needs that like, 
I have. And so I need to feel safe. I need to feel healthy. I need to feel rested. I need to feel at peace. I need to feel fulfilled. I need to feel purposeful. And I need to feel challenged. That's just organically what came out. And then, because she mentioned all these things like needs, boundaries, and conscious choices. And so then in my boundaries, I... I put, I need to honor, or I'm sorry, I honor my body and mind. I honor my needs and listen to my inner voice. I honor my peace of mind. I honor my space and surroundings. I honor my need for positive and life-affirming interactions. I take time to unplug and relax. I take time to reflect and journal. So those are like, all the things I just said are like, you know, needs and boundaries, like needs and just have have to haves, you know? (laughs) And so then within that, I made conscious choices of like what I'm going to choose to do in this month. And it's not, this month is just like where I'm hyper vigilant and super focused on it. And then, you know, hopefully I just continue and keep it going. They say if you do anything for 27 days, it becomes a habit. And I have to tell you, every morning right now, I roll, you know, like last night with my back itching and like uncomfortable, I did not sleep at all. And I rolled over at seven o'clock this morning. It was like, oh man, it's seven o'clock. And I was like, I'm too tired. Forget it. I'm not going walking. And so I laid there for like a minute longer in my brain. It just was like, no. And there's this guy, Kyle Cease, that I love. I just love Kyle Cease. And he said something, if you just do it, (laughs) it'll become something that you do. And that sounds so simple, but it's true. If you just do it every day, it becomes something that you do. It becomes a habit. It becomes just part of your day. And so that's literally when I'm laying there in bed, it's just funny what sticks with you. And I'm like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to do it. I just I just think it becomes something that you do. And I'm like, that is. It's something that I do. So even though I got no sleep, I went on a two-mile walk this morning. And I feel like there's momentum. Like, I don't know that it's going to go away. I think that's going to be part of what I do. I really do because I can't shake it now. Like, and anyone who knows me knows it's easy for me to shake uh, activity, (laughs) uh, exercise. Like I'm just not, I was not made that way. And there's like a whole nother ball of wax that I'm learning in therapy of why that's happened. Like I've kind of put up a shield and some walls and some crap in there. Um, yeah, because of other things, which I won't bore you with, but it's just so interesting. Like what we, you know, dismiss that's so necessary for our health uh, just because of some psychological hang-up, you know? So there's so much going on up there. Oh my gosh. But anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but just, you know, that if you do it, it becomes something that you do. So now I just hear that when I don't want to do it. I just hear that and I'm like, okay, Kyle, (laughs) I'll get up and go. But so I'm making conscious choices. So like two, when I'm hungry, like I take two deep breaths and I say, are you really hungry? 
and I think about it and sometimes no. And so I go have some water sometimes. Yes. And then I make myself something to eat. But like I used to just go, uh, you know, not even think, just grab something, eat it or whatever. And so now I'm really conscious about what I'm doing. It's just a mindful way of life. And it's, it sounds so simple and so easy, but it's so hard, like to slow down. That's why it's continuously slow down and to think, okay, wait, am I having emotions? Am I sad or lonely or scared or whatever? Is that why I'm going to eat this or drink this or, you know, and to really dissect it before you just put it in your mouth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So that's been cool. But so my conscious choices that I made a list of for August is I choose to walk early every morning to feel safe and healthy. So I don't need to explain. I don't think because I was not feeling safe, you know, and so I go early now so that I kind of miss all the people in the fields working just because I just get, I don't know, self-conscious and I've had too many things in my life where I got unnecessary or unwanted attention. Um, So now I just, I don't know, I have a little block there, but so I walk every morning uh, to feel safe, oh, early every morning to feel safe and healthy. Uh, I choose to go to bed by 9.30 every night to feel rested. I choose to set aside time every day to meditate or sit in silence. I choose, I choose to work with athletes against anxiety and depression to create a safe space for others to help us all learn tools and tips for better wellness. I choose to write a little every single day in a creative way that keeps me challenged and engaged in my passion of writing. I choose to be choosy with whom I spend my time with, and I no longer will apologize for not wanting to attend functions in negative spaces. I choose to make myself comfortable in any social settings and give myself permission to excuse myself whenever necessary. And finally, I choose to spend 10 to 15 minutes a day to write and reflect about my day and how I am feeling. So... You know, I guess I'm just sharing this with you because anybody can do this. It's like, it's just little things I learned and it, and it kind of affirms to me what is important, what is important for my day. Um, so that's what I'm doing for August. That's pretty much all that I'm doing for August is being really focused on this, focused on my exercise, focused on... Like, I'm not changing my diet per se. I'm having a little bit less. Today, I'm not feeling good at all. My stomach, <laughs> I think I had Brussels sprouts and I'm I'm having that flashback to that Big Bang Theory episode where um, Sheldon has the, the gas, <laughs> carnis, carnivorous vegetables, do you remember? Anyways, he thinks he has to go to the hospital and then just turns out he had bad gas from broccoli. Yeah, I think that's what I'm having from Brussels sprouts. I don't know <laughs> because I didn't have anything really that bad, but but anyways, I um you know, on any given day these days, I'm just doing less like, you know, portion-wise and then I'm just trying to buy stuff. I have this app that's called Trash Panda. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, it's so cool. But then it's also so frustrating because you scan the, the foods that you love and then it tells you if it, it actually lists all the bad and harmful ingredients. So if you have a big green, like I think it's like a shield with a check mark, then you're good to eat it. But if it has a bunch of red and yellows, then you're not. And man, our food system, golly, the American food system is just a joke. I'm so angry that we live in a country that allows for people to eat basically chemicals and harmful ingredients. I don't understand that. Like in any other country, they they would not put our food on their shelves. Like what is wrong with us? We're supposed to be so... Fast forward, you know, like, so, I don't know. Anyways, let's not get on that tangent, but I just, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get more clean food, um, and then, you know, eat less. And then really the, the big ticket item, (laughs) the big thing that's really helped is to not eat when I'm not hungry, you know, when you're just trying to fill an emotion, you know, I'm sad, so I'm going to eat, or I'm, I don't know, cranky, so I'm going to drink. Like, I'm just not doing that at all. So that's helped a lot. Um, but I also know myself, and I can't I can't do a diet. I've tried so many things. I've tried Nutrisystem, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig. Oh, my gosh. I can't even think. I've tried... Shake 360. I think I've tried like, oh my gosh, juice. I don't know. I can't think of what that one thing is called. It's like this juice thing. I don't, I've tried so many things. And if it's like a, you know, a big lifestyle change, it doesn't work for me. Like I, I just, and actually lifestyle change isn't the right word. Cause that's more what I'm doing is like, like softly <laughs> changing my lifestyle. So a big diet type thing is just not, I just can't stick with it. And like, man, Nutrisystem, no offense, but that food does not taste good. It doesn't taste like food. And then don't even get me started when you put that stuff in a trash panda. It ain't good for you. Not at all. So, you know, just more whole foods and then just be mindful. And then, I don't know. It's just one of those lifelong struggles I've had. Um... And it's just funny because you just watch yourself slowly get heavier, you know, like slowly. And I just don't want to by like my thing is by 45 because I'm going to be 43 this year. By age 45, I want to be my ideal weight. And to me, that is such a better goal than like by my birthday this year, I want to be size, you know, 10, 180 pounds. It's like not going to happen. So I'm being really realistic and I'm just being really kind to myself and I, I'm i really, really happy with how it's going. Um, I hate to jinx things, so that's all I'll say. But you should see my house. It's crazy. Like I have a self-care checklist and I like cross off the things I really want to do each day. Wake up early, meditate, journal, get active, deep breaths, organize, unplug, contact a friend, sleep early. (laughs) And then, um, mindfulness bingo. And it's like, that's for the whole week. So I have all these things all over the house now. 
And it's really helpful. It's like a game to me. And I try and check off as many as possible. And like right now on Mindfulness Bingo, I'm doing way better than last week. I only have three left. I have to mindfully read, uh, do my five senses breathing, and then a mindful five-minute shower. (laughs) So we don't really take five-minute showers here. I guess five minutes maybe, but we take quick ones. So... But I did it last week. I'll do it again. I just didn't get mindful reading last week. I need to read better, man. I'm so bad at reading. I've been so obsessed with TV shows. um, And even those I haven't been watching. Like, I just this week started watching shows again. I watched After Party Season 2. And actually, I take that back. Last week, I watched The Summer I Turned Pretty. But... Like, on one afternoon, I watched a couple, you know? Like, usually I would sit and, like, okay, from four to six before Paul gets here, I'll watch this or whatever. And right now I'm taking the cat on a walk and (laughs) cleaning up around here. The day, I'm telling you, it just flies by. I don't know what's going on. Um, But the other thing that really um, made me want to get off the Internet uh, for real. Like I already had thought about limiting it, limiting it. Um, and then like, this makes me so sad. I don't, I'm having a really hard time with this one and I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but I think it's just cause I was so young when he, uh, I was impressionable, you know, uh, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, he passed away on, uh, July 31st and the news media or whatever um there was so many articles that just like just pinpointed on his one little flaw thing that happened you know I don't even want to talk about it because I just think that I just got so disgusted let me just be angry and honest you know I'm never never good at being angry but I just got really disgusted by so many articles like, you know, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, you know, and then the scandal part, you know, dead or whatever. And it's like, people are so much more than their biggest mistake, you know? People are so much more than their biggest mistake. And I know I've said this on here so many times. Um, but it just really tainted me on the messages, you know, and I started that day, I just kind of sat there and I looked at other stuff that I would normally look at and I was grossed out. And it just got me thinking like, what am I putting into my mind? You know, what, what am I like seemingly harmless letting seep into my mind? And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to preach or tell anyone (laughs) to do anything. I'm just telling you, for me, I just got a harsh dose of like, society is, is harsh. Society's harsh on people. And like, you know, there are, there are things that people have done that, um, I mean, I've said this so many times on here, I don't want to rehash everything, but it's like, I do think that. People are more than their biggest mistake. I just do. I just like even 
the worst things that someone has done, there's redemption, you know, and if they choose to, I don't know, I just, I don't know, but for me, um, just to give a little shout out to Mr. Pee Wee Herman, like, I know it was wacky, and I try to watch it now, and it's not the same, you know, it's, it doesn't hit me as it did back then, it hit me back then. When I was a little kid watching Pee Wee Herman, I was somewhere else. I was having a blast and I think it was an escape for me in my little childhood, <laughs> you know. There's a lot going on in my childhood and I just think that he offered, you know, just like Mr. Rogers did, just like Sesame Street, um but it was almost like Wee Herman to me was like, just like, so imaginative, you know, and so kind of wacky and out there. And it like, it like just, it pushed the, the limits of what I had seen, you know, like as a kid, um, watching stuff, it was very, you know, Sesame Street was wholesome and, and, you know, all of them were wholesome, but like, even Pee Wee was wholesome, but there was just like an aspect of Pee Wee that was like, go crazy, you know, like the dance party and like, I don't know. I just really, really am affectionately tied to Pee Wee. I watched all those movies. Like I watched that <laughs> adventure movie like so many times. Um, yeah. And then Penny the the penny uh cartoons oh my gosh with the she had pennies for eyeballs and i always i always called her jenny penny because you know i was a little girl and it rhymed <laughs> but um but yeah so i was like so devastated to hear i guess it's really hard when somebody you know is in your childhood. I just think there's something there that you just expect them to like live forever, you know, like, like Mr. Rogers and like Julie Andrews. I mean, she's still here, but like these people that are eventually going to pass like Dick Van Dyke and like, um, I remember when, oh God, I can't think of his name. Is it Christopher Plummer? The guy who sings Edelweiss? Yeah from Sound of Music and you know I never thought that he you know he was like an actor until he he passed you know and he's probably like one of the few men that stayed handsome all the way to the very end <laughs> but you know just these like people that um especially when you're young I think you just revere them in such a different way and that's why I you know there's controversial ones that you know, it's hard because, like, when you're a kid, like, Captain EO was my favorite thing at Disneyland. Like, you know, one of my all-time favorite things, you know. And, you know, Michael Jackson was somebody in my heart. And, yes, I know there's so many things that that are said and he may have done or whatever. But there's still a tiny little bit of my heart that is forever attached to that memory. You know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that I revere the man for all of his parts, you know, but I just, um, I don't know. I just think there's different, I don't know. I don't know. Cause, um, I think when somebody passes away, 
you should just, I don't think if you want to go spit on his grave, go spit on his grave. But I think there's just a respect of like a life is gone and none of us really know anything, you know, like there's people that do. So I'm not taking, I'm not trying to take anything away from the people that were, you know, harmed. Um, you know, whoever knows whatever, of course. Um, but I also feel like there's just so much that we don't know as humans. If you're not there, you don't know. And, um, I don't know. I just think we can be really harsh sometimes. And like, you know, Pee Wee Herman, I don't know, maybe he did worse things or what have you, but like the thing that they talk about in the movie theater, the th- it's like, it was just a misstep and it shouldn't be brought up when he's now passed. And I was really sad that it was six years of battling cancer, you know, and he had to do that by himself. And, then I thought, well, of course, you know, us out here, what are we going to do except support him, you know, but like, I'm sure he wasn't by himself, but it just also shows you that we needed him more than he needed us. You know what I mean? Like, which, you know, what I mean is like, he, he just went through it on his own and then wrote a letter to everyone to be read at his passing, you know, it's kind of, kind of, uh, sweet in a way and kind of, um, I don't know. He just didn't want people to worry about him. I don't know. Maybe he didn't want all that attention, you know, cause maybe he's sick of the attention that he was getting for so many years. I don't know. But this one really, I don't know. It hit me hard. Like, I don't know. I felt just as sad as like when Robin Williams died, like it was kind of of that vein, but I mean, that was, Robin Williams was even a little harder because it was, you know, the circumstance, but I don't know. I don't think any of them are easy or hard. I don't know why I'm saying harder, but it just like, to me, I still can't watch some stuff. Like it still bugs me. Like, I don't know. I don't know why it bugs me so much. Anyways, life is but a dream, right? (laughs) So that's why I just was like, I am so over this, you know, internet thing. And so I just, I've been doing the stuff I have to do for work and that's it really. And then I have my little, if you ever want to see it, it's called, it's at Barn Cat Rascalities, (laughs) at Barn Cat Rascalities on Instagram And that's where I put up all the pictures and videos of these stray cats here. Banjo, Percy, Cricket. The cutest little dudes. And lately it's just been Percy on walks. But I I try and well round it. (laughs) I try to get all the other guys. Because man, I love them. They're so amazing. It's just, I wish, like, I don't know. Sometimes I... I know it's bad because I'm like wishing for things outside of my realm of possibility right now, but I just want to, you know, keep them safe. I want to have a house for them and like a yard that they can stay safe in and whatever, but they are doing better. Everyone's getting more along. Uh, Percy's letting them in the yard more (laughs) and Cricket, 
he needs to get fixed. He's the last one that needs to get fixed. And he's being more confrontational. He's the one trying to start and pick fights with dad. And I tell dad, it's karma, man. You know, what goes around. But it's a lot more peaceful in that realm. They're all doing good. And, you know, I do the best I can. And I don't know. It's just like a routine that I have. And I... I wouldn't give it up for anything. And like sometimes when I have to go do something in the day or, you know, think about spending the night away from home, it's hard because I just think of them and are they going to be okay? And I just need to realize they're animals and they don't think of life the same way that we do. Like when they see the food is there, they'll be happy the food is there, you know, and one night isn't going to kill them. Um... So I just have to work on being kinder to myself in that realm too. It's like I'm only one person, <laughs> you know. I mean, and I mean Paul and I too because it's like, you know, it's both of us and he does what he can. But like most of the time we're together. So like if we're going away for the the night or something, you know, then they're here by themselves. And I don't know. I just don't like to put upon anyone else to take care of them. So trying to figure some stuff out. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hoping to build them something maybe or where we can leave food and no other, other critters will get to it, you know? So that's basically what's going on here now. August is just like a very introspective month. I'm just trying to put into place a bunch of routines and practices and mindsets and and it's exhausting sometimes and it's probably annoying to everyone <laughs> but you know I try to be mindful of you know the fact that not everyone's doing this or wants to do this or you know and it's totally totally fine like I finally, oh, I didn't even tell you that. So here's another thing is my last episode, I was talking about how I was feeling so judgmental of everyone. And like, I talked to my therapist and then I took a class and I'm actually not judgmental of everyone, which makes me feel so happy because when I was answering their questions, it was more judgmental about myself. And so... That was a huge thing. Um, they told me to read, well, yeah, both of them told me to read The Four Agreements, which I had read it, but I haven't in like 20 years. So I got to read it again. But it, basically what it is, is just the framing in my brain is very much judging. It's actually judging me against everybody else. So like I thought I was judging everybody for not doing this work, you know, <laughs> And like, come on, man, like that, you know, I'm trying to be a better person and I'm taking all these classes, I'm doing all this stuff and nobody else has to do this, you know, and like I got some calling to do this and now I can't go back and all that crap that I told you guys last week or last episode and I was feeling like, okay, you know, I just want to be like everybody else to not have to worry about how I move through the world or whatever, you know, just seems so easy with everybody else or whatever. And so basically, 
within that is judging myself for doing the work <laughs> because I'm not actually, if I really look at around and everything, I'm not looking at everyone and going, you're not doing this and you're not doing that, whatever. I'm not, it's like a blanket statement that is over myself. And so that was a huge revelation. I actually, I'm so glad on the classes it's, it's just chat. Like it's just, uh, he talks to us, but we can't talk to him except for typing. And so I'm so glad because I was bawling my eyes out on the class because he's actually the one who brought it up. Um, Because I asked a question, you know, what's the point of all this work? And he's such a fun teacher. Oh, my God. He was hilarious. He was making jokes and he's like, um, well, if you could not do the work, then just don't do it. If you don't want to do the work, don't do it. And I was like, it's not that easy. Like, you know, I can't just unknow what now I know that I'm doing. And so he was funny. And so then. Eventually, I wrote down the question, like, how do you, my question was, how do you stop judging people that aren't doing the work? It's so much, it's so tiring, and sometimes I just want to quit, and I look around, and nobody else is, you know, putting in all this (laughs) time and effort into, you know, being a better person or whatever, and he was like, first of all, you don't know what everybody else is doing. Second of all, um don't put in the time and effort, like stop it if you don't want to do it. And third of all, if you really pay attention to your words and how you're phrasing all this, you're judging yourself for even taking this on. And I was like, what? And so then I worked with my therapist. I told her about it because I was just like, because he went on and on and talked about how we uh, judge ourselves. And it's like... I don't know. We just, there's just so much. Like, it is tiring. Like, I have, <laughs> I'm so tired. Um, but yeah, so I told my therapist everything that he said. And then she had me do some worksheets and questions and stuff. And then, uh, as it turns out, I really am not judging everybody. I'm judging myself for, for, for doing all this when, you know, when seemingly it looks like no one else is doing it. And that's the truth is like the four agreements is make no assumptions. Um, don't take things personally. Uh, what was the other thing? I don't know. There's four of them. I can't think, but you know, assuming that no one else is doing anything, people don't do stuff out in public, you know, like I'm not telling everybody what I'm doing you know, except on here, um, you know, but like in my regular relationships, I'm not like, Hey, I'm, (laughs) you know, you know, unless Paul's here and he hears me or whatever, but I'm not like advertising to people like I'm doing this work. And so it says, be impeccable with your word. Don't make assumptions. Always do your best and don't take things personally. And so basically, if you're able to do those four things, it's actually helping um, your internal dialogue because so often we just let stuff go crazy. Like we can make, I can make, I shouldn't, I should speak for myself. I can make up so many assumptions. Like sometimes I'm like, whoa, 
slow down, Parnelli. That's what Paul always says. <laughs> Parnelli. Jones, I think. Is that right? I don't know. There's a guy who was a race car driver. So whenever I'm going too fast, Paul's like, slow down, Parnelli. Um, but yeah, your brain can do a million things. So <laughs> I can make so many assumptions about so many things. And basically, since our last podcast, when I talked to you, I have become kinder to myself. Um, I've realized that I'm not judging others because I was shaming the hell out of myself, by the way. I was feeling so guilty and so shame ridden because I thought I was judging everybody and that I was so mean and hateful or whatever. And then when we dissected it all, it was just this huge awakening and huge lifting of so much shame because I'm not judging everybody else. I'm judging myself against, you know, against everyone else. And, you know, sometimes because it's so self-centered, this crap, like it seems so self-centered, um, you don't realize that you're actually doing it to help your relations with other people sometimes, you know, you just feel like the self, the self, the self, I hate myself, you know, I'm so sick of the self. But what I've realized is that like, cause I actually asked my therapist, I'm like, do you think I'm a narcissist? Like that I want to do all this work on myself. And she's like, number one, if you, if you ask, am I a narcissist? You're not a narcissist. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, narcissists don't ever think they do anything wrong and they're never going to think they're a narcissist. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then I took a class on narcissism and found out we use that word so poorly. Like narcissism is actually like a clinical thing and you can't have narcissistic traits. You're just, you just have other traits like you're selfish or whatever. <laughs> like if you're a narcissist, then you're a narcissist, then you're a narcissist. So anyways, that made me have a lot of relief because yeah, it, there's just so much that you, you like chisel away at, you know, and then you're kind of left going, well, do I like this version of myself? And it's like, nope, not yet. So you keep chiseling and I'm still chiseling. Like there's so much work to do, but I don't have to do it all in a day. And that was the thing. I was taking all those classes like, okay, let's speed this up and let's get this over with so I could be the person that I want to be for the rest of my life. And it's like, nope, you're going to be an evolving person forever because that's what we do here is we grow until we die. So, yeah, those are my ramblings for you. I just... I don't know. I felt compelled to get on here and explain um, what's been going on, why I've been so adamant about <laughs> just taking a break from it all. Like, I just get so bogged down, too, you know, like, and compare. And I don't know. I'll see if I'll come back in September, maybe, or not. But. I'm just coming up for air <laughs> or no, I don't think I'm coming up for air. I think I'm, I don't know, retreating. 
I don't know what I'm saying. Now it's raining again. It's August and it's raining. Isn't this crazy? It's just nuts. Crazy weather, crazy stuff going on. I just hope that everyone is doing well in their corner of the world, wherever you are. I hope you're having a good summer. We only have like, what, 11 days left till the first day of autumn? That seems so crazy to me. Because the summer, where I'm at, didn't feel like summer. Thank God, though. I do not like summer. So, besides the bugs, <laughs> there's been so many bugs. Oh, my God. Besides the bugs, it has been a blissfully uh, temperature, temperatured summer. <laughs> the temperature has been wonderful. The sun is another story. I... I did a bunch of weed pulling on Sunday and almost passed out from the sun. Like I drank so much water and I had a hat on, sunglasses, and that sun, man. I know I've said it on here too many times to count, but it's just not the same as the sun when we were kids. It's like a whole different heat. And uh, yeah, I was uh, hurting. I had to take, I had to eat two Pedialyte pops. Paul is so cute. He always has Pedialyte um, on hand, but he found popsicles and that's so much better because they can just live in the freezer and then when, you know, you feel dehydrated or you get sick or something, then you got yourself some electrolytes and it really does work so good. So, yeah, Sunday was a little <laughs> iffy, but... Yeah, just plugging along, just trying to get healthy. Like, honestly, I don't know what clicked in my head, but it was just like, I'm just tired. Yeah, I do know what clicked in my head. I'm tired of being tired, you know? I'm tired of, like, waking up in the middle of the night hurting, you know? And I mean, I know that it's going to get worse before it gets better because of all this weightlifting and stuff like that. When I say weightlifting, they're three-pound dumbbells. So <laughs> I'm gradual. I'm going up, you know. But, yeah, I just want to be enjoying where I'm at, you know, always. And so I just uh, want to have a temporary hard right now so that I don't have a forever hard later, you know. I think I said that on here before, but... I have stuff plastered all over my walls to motivate me <laughs> and yep, so far it's working. So I'm excited about that. All right. This is just a little unscheduled. Hello. How do you do? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. It's just, um, what's going on right now? It's just, life is funny. Uh, there's ebbs and flows, man. And it goes. It goes so fast. Like, I cannot believe that it's August 10th. I cannot believe that. So, hold on to your hats and have a fun time on this crazy ride of life. And, yeah, I hope... I don't know. I hope you learned something that... Because I learn all this and then I just spit it back out. So, like, none of this is mine. I don't copyright any of these ideas. <laughs> it all comes from somewhere else, but I just hope that, I don't know, you got some kind of nugget from this. And 
I don't, I guess I felt weird too. Cause I just like, I go silent, you know, places and then people are like, are you okay? What's going on? And it's like, I'm fine. Like, I think that we get so used to people in certain ways, you know, and I don't know. It's good. To, I think it's really good for people to check in on you. So I don't, I don't want to say that, you know, anything's wrong with that at all. It's just funny how, I guess here's the harshest thing I'll say is it's funny how you don't feel like anyone's noticing you until you're gone. <gasps> I know that's horrible, but like, um, and there are some people that I talk to all the time, so I'm not saying this about it, you know, everybody, but it's just funny. The ones that tend to reach out and go, what's wrong? Are you okay? What's going on? Um, they didn't converse with you when you were there, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but it's just like, if, if I, you know, if it felt like it mattered more, maybe I'd be there more, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And social media though is, is just so impersonal. And so we all look at it like, you know, in between things and whatever. And it's totally understandable until I'm not, I don't know. I always worry that like I'm making somebody mad. I don't mean, I'm not trying to insult anyone who cares. Like it's very kind that you reached out and are like, are you okay? What's going on? Totally. Like, please. Um, I think everybody should reach out to anyone when any patterns change because that's how we save lives. So yeah, I'm not shaming anyone for that. I just, I just want to bring to light that sometimes, you know, I didn't know that you were paying attention, <laughs> you know, and if that's harsh, I'm so sorry. Um, but it's just maybe like a little hello now and then, you know, um, and I could do better too. So I'm not, again, I'm not, I, it's a two way street. And so I totally get it. But, um, anyways, I wish you all the best and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week and, um, yeah, I have like four, four podcasts scheduled that I actually, um, you know, wrote <laughs> and planned and, uh, researched or whatever. So those will come out. I don't know if I'll get to them this month. Um, I'm hoping so, but it's raining right now and I couldn't be outside and I didn't want to do my dishes. I mean, who wants to do the dishes? So, you know, what better time? But actually, I love doing the podcast and then doing the dishes because then I listen to it while I'm doing the dishes and I edit it. So it's a win-win. Just a little how do you do. And I'm going to get out of here because I keep rambling. So um, I love you all. I thank you for listening and just hang in there. I know life's kind of weird and it gets better. It really does. It goes up and down. But whenever you're down, just know it gets better. Chris Provost from uh, Provost Park Pass on YouTube. He does videos about Disney, but a lot of different videos. And he's just a light. He always says that. Just know that it gets better. And you're amazing. Yes, I'm talking to you. And I feel that too. So... 
I just don't want to copy someone without giving them credit. So you are amazing. Stay you. This podcast was written on the fly by Jenny Camille. The music that you hear at the beginning and the end of this podcast is called Soul of the Mountain by Clark Adams. Are you still here? Hi. So I thought since, you know, I talked about Edelweiss that I would go ahead and sing it for you because it's one of my all-time favorite songs. I I don't know. I don't really connect with all the lyrics or whatever, but like for this song to me, it's like melody and I'm usually more attracted to like the words and like the meaning or whatever. And the meaning is beautiful, but like, like I'm not connected to the meaning per se. You know what I mean? Like, it's not anything that I can really attach myself to because I, I, I don't live in that homeland forever, and I, I don't really know Edelweiss. That's not something, you know, that's in my life. So usually I have to like attach myself to the meaning of the lyrics. But for this, this song is like so beautiful to sing, like. The melody gets me, you know, and that's really rare for me. So I thought I'd give it a shot. All right, here we go. Hadelweiss, Hadelweiss, every morning you greet me, small and white, clean and bright you look happy to meet me blossom of snow may you bloom and grow bloom and grow forever Bless my homeland forever. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Let me try it a different way. 
Edelweiss, Edelweiss, every morning you greet me, soft and white, clean and bright, you look happy to meet me, blossom of snow, may you bloom and grow, bloom and grow forever, Edelweiss, Edelweiss, bless my homeland forever. Love you.